Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Night of Compassion. And we want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8 p.m. Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion. Welcome to Compassion's Audio Podcast. This podcast shows the compassionate and the loving heart of God through Jesus Christ. You don't have to run away from God, but you can come close to Him. Jesus tasted death for everyone in all the world. And He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Enjoy the message. Coming up on Compassion Podcast. Have you ever heard the voice of your conscience saying things like, you deserve hell for the sins you have committed. You call yourself a Christian. You hypocrite. You are even a leader in your church and you have committed such a shameful act in secret. Your conscience can affect your work in life. It determines how you see yourself and even how you see things in life. Your conscience has effect on your outward look. It can make you timid. It can make you bold. It can affect your relationships. But how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience, cleanse your conscience, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Let us draw close to the Father. Remember the Bible says, Let us come therefore boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and to find grace to help in time of need. What's God's answer to a guilty conscience? What is God's answer to that? God's answer to us is His Word. The Word of God is the answer to every human problem that we can ever think of. The Word of God is the solution. If it is healing you need for yourself or for a loved one, the answer is in the Word of God. The Bible says He sent His Word and His Word healed them of all their afflictions. It is in the Word of God that we know that surely He has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Jesus, Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken. God smote him, smitten by God and afflicted. It is in the word of God that we see that we have healing through the cross of Jesus Christ. If you have problems with the finances, the answer is the word of God. The answer is in the word of God. The Bible says, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich for our sakes, he became poor that we, through his poverty, will be made rich. It's there in the Bible. It is there in the Word of God. It's there written in the Word of God. Our God supplies all our need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We find this in the Word of God. If you're experiencing curses in your life, curses here and there, the answer is the Word of God, and the answer is in the Word of God. 
The Bible says Christ, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. It is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ. It is found in the word of God. If you are experiencing fears of different kinds, all kinds of fears, the fear of man, what they say of you, what they think of you, the fear of tomorrow, the fear of luck, the fear of money, the fear of sickness. You are also anxious about your children, your finances, worried about your life. The answer is the word of God and the answer is in the word of God. The Bible says, for God, the Father, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. This is what God has given us. He has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. You see, the Word of God is the will of God. The Word of God is the mind of God. The Word of God is the thinking of God. The Word of God is the thoughts of God. The Word of God is the opinion of God. The Word of God is the way of God. The Word of God is God Himself. The Bible says, The Word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joint and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intent of the heart. All we have to do is to give attention to the word of God. He said, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What is the purpose for this? What is the reason? For they are life, the word of God. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. If we want an answer to any problem we face in this life, the answer is in the Word of God. One of the questions that you can ask when you face a challenge in your life that will help you a lot is this. What does the Word of God say about this situation? What does the Word of God say about this situation? Your feelings are saying something. Your circumstances are saying something. Your conscience is saying something. But... What is God saying? God's answer to a guilty conscience is the blood of Jesus Christ. For your conscience to be cleared, you need to know that the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of Christ has forgiven you. From your conscience comes peace. Peace comes from your conscience. His perfect sacrifice is the answer to a guilty and condemned conscience. And we find this in the Word of God. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 9. Let's look at God's answer to a guilty conscience. We said God's answer to a guilty conscience is the blood of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 9. Let's look at verse 11. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 11. Are you there? But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. See that in the Bible? But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. We're going to have teachings on the high priest very soon. But 
I want us to know this. The ministry of the high priest is always the ministry of grace. Christ came so that mankind can experience good. Always. The ministry of the high priest is always the ministry of grace. Please never forget this. Okay, let's move on. It says Christ came so that mankind can experience good always. Always good things to come, not bad things to come. He is good, so when he comes, he brings good. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. When the Lord was born, angels filled the sky and said, Peace and goodwill to men. Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. Let's keep reading. With the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. God told Moses to build a tabernacle, and he did. The tabernacle in heaven is a glorious one. It's a greater one as compared to the tabernacle made by Moses, made by human hands. And this heavenly tabernacle is a more perfect tabernacle. Let's look at verse 12. Hebrews 9 verse 12. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place. He entered the perfect tabernacle. See? Once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Verse 13. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer Sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Your conscience says you have sinned. You must be punished for this sin or else God is not just. Sin is sin. You sinned. No doubt about it. Sin has to be punished. Every sin against the Holy God must be punished. God is just. Sin must be punished. God is holy. He cannot behold sin. God is also love. He made his son to die as a sinful man. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God is merciful. God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. What happened was this. God's holy eyes saw all our sins on Jesus Christ, including the sin that is haunting us. All our sins, past, present, and future sins. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The payment of our peace was laid upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. Because God is thrice holy, he cannot see sin on us. He cannot see sin on you, because he put all our sins on his son, Jesus Christ. 
his anger against all sins were exhausted in the body of Jesus Christ. God literally made his son Jesus Christ to be sin for us. So God had to turn away from his son. Why? God cannot behold sin. And Jesus cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was forsaken so that sinners would be accepted by God the Father. To the praise of the glory of his grace, which he has bestowed upon us and made us to be accepted in the beloved. God sees us perfect, clean by the work of his son on the cross. Because God is just, the same eyes that saw the punishment of our sins in the body of Jesus Christ cannot punish you for the same sins that Jesus carried on the cross. It has already been punished in the body of Jesus Christ. Let there be peace in your conscience. Allow his love to protect your conscience. The Bible says, let the breastplate of faith and love protect your heart and your conscience. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's look at verse 8. Let's take it to verse 11. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet the hope of salvation. Verse 9. For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ. He chose. He didn't have to. He chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. Yeah, it's there in the Bible. Verse 10. Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. Verse 11. So encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. Just like what I'm doing right now. He's telling me to build you up. So that's what I'm doing right now. I am encouraging you right now. I am building you up right now. Let's take just verse 8 and look at something there. Verse 8. Let us who are of the day. We, we are of the day. We are children of the day. We are not meant to live in darkness. But there are times we go through night seasons. But we come out of them. We are not children of darkness. The one who has received what Jesus did on the cross has been delivered from the power of darkness and has been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. Delivered from the darkness of sickness, delivered from the darkness of lack, delivered from the darkness of weakness, delivered from the darkness of strife, jealousy, hatred, delivered from the darkness of the curse of this world. But he goes on to say, let us who are of the day be sober, uh -huh, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. The breastplate guards your heart. Your heart is so important. God says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. The heart is where accusations are aimed. The devil comes to accuse your heart, which is where your conscience is. Faith and love, the Bible says, will protect your heart. Make sure you are listening to sermons that deliver God's word and leave you with the breastplate of faith and the love of God on your heart. Please don't listen to anything that leaves you with fear. God's word always causes the breastplate of faith and love to be on your heart and on your conscience. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 9. Let's look at verse 12. Not with the blood of goats and calves, 
but with his own blood. His own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all. Having obtained eternal redemption. Can you see this in your Bible? I want you to note that this redemption is an eternal one. When Christ carried his blood into the Holy of Holies, and the Supreme Court of Heaven accepted it, redemption was a completed thing. Verse 13, For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. Verse 14, How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience, cleanse your conscience, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Now we can understand verse 26. But now, once at the end of the ages, he, that's Jesus Christ, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. He has dealt with the sin problem and the sinner has the legal right to eternal life because God so loved him that he gave him his only begotten son. Redemption is settled and it is possible now for a man to receive eternal life on legal grounds. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all have become new, but all these things are of God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. The one who accepts Christ receives eternal life. The main reason Jesus came was to die for our sins so that God could be righteous in receiving sinful man. The blood of Christ has removed all our sins judicially. Please understand that the perfect sacrifice has been made. There has been a once and for all sacrifice. A sacrifice that is better than the blood of bulls and goats. Because of Jesus, who is our perfect sacrifice, we can have a perfect conscience. That is all that we want to say in this short message. Now our hearts can be liberated. A sanctified conscience leads to a liberated heart. If your heart is not in love with Christ, you will find something else to idolize. But for your heart to be in love with Christ, you have to know His great love for you first. We love Him because He first loved us. Your heart was created for Jesus, and only He can truly feel it. Today, we can have a perfect conscience even though our thoughts are not perfect. But because we have Jesus, who is our perfect sacrifice, we can have a perfect conscience. The only way to bring peace to your conscience is to look to the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross is the only answer that will satisfy your guilty conscience. When your conscience condemns you because of sin, don't try to silence it with your good works. Look to the cross and say, Father, thank you for Jesus and the cross. Jesus was totally condemned on my behalf for this sin, so there is no condemnation left for me. Jesus' work at the cross truly sets you free. You might ask, 
Isn't this kind of preaching giving God's children the license to sin? Certainly not. How shall we, who are dead to sin, live any longer in it? Sin has been put away by the sacrifice of Jesus. This Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Hallelujah. If you are listening and you want to receive this wonderful Jesus into your heart, this wonderful Savior into your life, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for me. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life from today. I receive your eternal life now. I ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to come and dwell in me now. Thank you, Father, for loving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations if you pray that simple prayer. God heard you. And you are now a son or daughter of God. Welcome to this great family. God bless you. Thank you for downloading this podcast. If you were helped in any way by this episode, please give us your review and subscribe to receive latest messages like these. If you want to contact us on a personal level, please send us an email to the email address in the description below. We would love to hear from you. Keep on hearing and keep on growing. And remember that God is your Father. Stay tuned for the next episode.